Is it possible to update your home on a budget? Does every home design project cost a small fortune? Well, the good news is you can design and decorate your home on a budget. And in this episode, I'll let you know how. So stay tuned to find out how to save money updating your home or investment property. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation, and this one is going to help you save money on your next update in your home or investment property. First, we'll talk about the biggest costs in design and remodeling, and then how to save money in those areas. Let's get started here. All right, first off, the expenses in a design update or remodeling project, the biggest ones are your materials which is your furniture, your flooring, cabinetry, decor, accessories, fixtures like lighting and faucets, and then your labor. And labor can include carpentry, demo, construction, painting, electrical, plumbing, and interior design for your project. Now, one of the most, or one of my most favorite and truest quotes about design is that Good, fast, and cheap is the mythical unicorn of any design project. You can get two, but you can't get three of them at the same time. And this one is 100% spot on. You can get something good and fast, but it's not going to be cheap. You can get something good and cheap, but you're not going to get it fast. And you can get it fast and cheap, but it's not going to be that good. So again, you can get two out of the three, but the truth is we really want all three if we could get them, but that's not really realistic. So we have to see and find ways that we can help bring our budget costs down. So let's first break this down. We talked about the biggest cost being materials and labor. So let's start with labor, how to minimize labor costs in your design budget. Like I mentioned, Labor costs might include carpentry, construction, demo, painting, electrical plumbing, and interior design work for your project. Now, some of this you can DIY, absolutely, but there is a skill set involved depending on the task. Now, I've got you covered on DIYing your interior design with my signature program, Room Design Essentials. It's gonna be open in just a couple of weeks, which is super exciting. At the end, I'll share how uh, to get on the list for that so that you'll know about it right when it's ready for you. And I do consider myself a DIYer willing to hire. That's really my definition of who I am as a person, is I'm a DIYer, but I'm totally willing to hire when it's needed and when I'm out of my element with some of my DIYing. Now, my husband and I have saved a lot of money over the years, but we are very handy people, but we know when we need to ask for help and hire someone. So I wanna ask you a question is how handy do you consider yourself? 
Would you be willing to learn something if you knew it could save you $5,000? I mean, even $500, would it be worth it when you're designing on a budget? I think so. Now, sometimes tackling things ourselves, in full disclosure, it looks worse and ends up costing us more than hiring a professional. So please be realistic on your skill level because you could end up spending more DIYing than if you hired someone from the start. So you do need to know your skill level, but there are definitely tasks you can handle, even if you don't consider yourself handy, and that'll help reduce your design budget. Another thing to think about is to consider your time. Now, my business coach has drilled in my head that time is our most precious asset, and he's absolutely right. Outsourcing saves you time which allows you to possibly make more money. But everyone has their own situations to consider. So in our own house, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you might know we're going through our own remodel. It's almost done, but it's still going on. Now, we just recently had some plumbing work done. And again, my husband and I are very handy. And Brad is, you know, he's great. He's really, really handy. And he was going to do some of the plumbing for our kitchen. And The plumber came to do an estimate and they said it would take about four hours for them to do it. Now, these are skilled people with all the tools to do it. Now, knowing that it would take a skilled craftsman four hours, I'm thinking in my head that that's going to take Brad probably more like six, maybe even eight. It could be an all day thing, right? Because we don't have all the tools to cut the copper, solder things, do all of the stuff. And there'd be a big learning curve just figuring out we got to make sure the water's off and that we've drained all the lines and all the things. So in that case, yes, we ended up paying. And sometimes it doesn't feel good, right? Like we don't want to sit there and pay hundreds of dollars for something that we feel like we can do ourselves. But we've had a leak in our house before upstairs in and actually also in, in our walls. So the thought of putting all this money into a kitchen renovation and not getting the plumbing right, which could possibly lead to another leak, just wasn't a risk that I thought was right to take. So we ended up paying for that one. But you definitely can do some of the labor and it again depends on your skill level. So one thing to me that is easy to do and learn is painting. I absolutely think you can DIY your painting, especially for your walls. Now, I'm going to tick off some painters out there telling you to paint your own walls, but it can save you money. You buy a gallon of paint. Now, I love Sherwin-Williams paint. You can, of course, go to Home Depot or Lowe's and save $20 or, or a little less on a gallon. Truthfully, I don't think the coverage is as good. So I tried to do that in my own home recently, and I thought, oh, I'll save money save $10, $20 a gallon and get this at Home Depot. Well, the truth was I didn't get as much painting out of it. It didn't cover as well. So I ended up buying the more expensive Sherwin-Williams paint. I did buy it on their Labor Day sale, which actually beat my trade discount. And that paint stretched so much further than the Home Depot. So I do love a Sherwin-Williams or a Benjamin Moore is also great. But you do pay more for that, but you do get more coverage out of it. So you might not have to apply as many coats. I think painting is a great way to save money because you could get quoted. I've seen clients quoted, you know, $600 to $1,000 for one room where you can buy a gallon of paint, 
for $60, buy your paint roller and tools. You spend $20 on your tools, $60 for your paint. So you've spent less than $100. Yeah, it takes a few hours. Pop in a podcast, put some tunes on and just knock it out. When my daughter and I, we were repainting one of her her bedroom actually, and she helped me with that, took half the time. She loved it because she felt ownership of her room as a teenager, and it saved me time because she contributed and it turned out great. Now, another area that you can DIY is, like I mentioned earlier, the design. It's so valuable. And again, my one-to-one clients who have larger budgets, it is so invaluable to them. And it's a service I love to do, but it is an investment. It's a luxury investment that not everybody has the money to do. And that is exactly why I've created trainings and my course and have other options because everyone is in different budgets, but I think everyone deserves a beautiful home. So again, Room Design Essentials, that's my signature course that takes you from start to finish or anywhere in between where you are with your project and helps you design and decorate your home with confidence from the planning stages all the way to putting that final accessory down when you have all your friends and family come over to show off your place. That is a great way to save thousands of dollars. Another area you can save is demo. Now, if you hire a demo crew, they'll do it faster and dispose of everything at the dump, which could save you a lot of time. But if you've got a pickup truck and a sledgehammer and safety goggles, you always gotta be safe. You can definitely do some of those things less expensive. Now, it just depends. If you're doing a big remodel, like we have our medium-term rental in Orlando, we're just gonna grab a dumpster. It's not that expensive, like $400. And whenever our carpenter or our contractor is tearing things out, it'll just go straight in the dumpster or whatever we're doing. But demo is something that you can save money on. You just have to be careful, especially when you're at plumbing and electrical areas, depending on what you're demoing. Another area that you can save on is a little bit of tile. Now, this is again, my husband and I are DIYers who are willing to hire. We will tile a backsplash. We've laid all the tile, our stone veneer on our fireplace and our fire pit and walls outside our home. That we feel totally comfortable with. I lay all the tile, my husband cuts them. It just helps things moving fast. He gives it to me, I tell him what measurements. So we kind of tackle two birds with one stone, it saves us time. But there are other options of tile or areas of tile that we're not gonna touch. So we just had our existing 18 by 18 inch tiles demoed and we replaced those with wood plank tiles. There is no chance that we are going to install long wood plank tiles. Those boards, those tile boards can actually warp in long distances. They are more complicated even for tile installers. So we invested and paid to get those floors professionally laid. But in our pantry area and in part of our kitchen where we have a small focal area where I've got some floating shelves and a custom stained hutch, we're going to be laying those tiles and that's going to save us some money. Now, I've had clients quoted who are not handy and I'm bringing in the contractors tiling a whole kitchen backsplash. You know, you could spend $1,400, $1,500. Now, if you can DIY this and you have the tools and the interest, you can absolutely do that. But if it is not your specialty, 
you're not willing to learn a little bit and take the time to do it well, you're just going to end up wasting money and it's not going to go well. Other areas that you can do some of this DIY work, if you're handy and not afraid of saws and a nail gun and tools, your moldings and finish carpentry. Now, we are not going to build cabinets, right? That is not, that's a specialty that is a lot of work and a lot of precision. But if you want to do your moldings, your wood focal walls, you could do some finish, you know, Ikea hacks in your closet. And that's when you're just adding some moldings to like the Billy system. You can Google those and see. Those are other great areas because you can get quotes to put crown molding or focal walls and those can be thousands of dollars. So that's another great way to save money. Now, the final way to save money on labor other than doing some of the work yourself is to do your project in off times. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, there are seasons of the year that are busier than others for contractors. Years ago, before the pandemic, the big design season, the biggest one of the year is the fall, right now in September. Because what happens in a couple months? You guessed it, the holidays. Everybody wants their home ready for the holidays. But, so that means contractors are super booked up until about Thanksgiving. I mean, they're frantically trying to get work done. But after that, in December... Most people are not wanting their homes to be completely gutted and remodeled around Christmas and all the other holidays. So if you are willing to do some work then, that's a great time because contractors aren't busy. They might be willing to offer better pricing in December and January. Now, the end of January design season picks back up because everyone's paid off their credit cards from the holidays. They've been looking at their house now that the decorations are down and they're ready to start making changes. So if you can time things when things aren't busy, that's always a good time. Summer sometimes can also be a time where people are not doing a lot because they're traveling. Just talk to your contractors and figure it out. So for labor, you're saving your money on doing some of the labor yourself, DIYing, and doing your projects when it's the off season. A third way is you can always see if you can bundle some work. If a neighbor is going to be doing a project and a contractor can be doing both of your homes at the same time, that's also another way to do it. Or if you give them more work, sometimes they discount. Like if you're going to get your whole house painted, it's usually cheaper per room than having every single room painted. All right, let's move on to materials. How to save money on materials. Well, for materials, you want to time your purchases to save money. Look at upcoming store sales. Holidays, Amazon Prime Days, Black Friday, Labor Day. You can save a ton of money on furniture with these sales. Now, we have our rental property in Orlando. We're working on it right now. I timed so many of my purchases with a Labor Day sale that I saved thousands of dollars on furniture, which was pretty huge. You do have to plan ahead for this, though. So if this is for your own house and you already know what furniture you're buying, and you have somewhere to store it, then great, you can save money timing some of these sales. Another thing to look at when you're purchasing materials like furniture is your furniture stores shop and buy all of their merchandise from design markets. And there are two big design markets each year. And in October and in April, is that big design market twice a year. So if a lot of furniture stores, especially on the East Coast, and even in the Midwest, they will be buying all their furniture and inventory from these design markets. So that means 
In September, October, and around March and April, you'll often see sales at furniture stores. And there's a reason for that. It's because these furniture stores are trying to clear their floors for all the new things they're buying at market because they're gonna start showing up in containers and they've gotta put them in their warehouses and on the floor, which means they've gotta clear off their current inventory. So check for timing of sales like that. Now, other design markets that aren't as big as the ones in North Carolina, like I know Las Vegas has one and you've got January and you've got uh, the summer. Check if you're on the West Coast, your timing for those sales might vary a bit, but do look at when stores are having these big sales. It's because they're clearing inventory. So they're gonna be more aggressive with their sales. Also just look for deals. Put it in your subconscious mind to find them. Our contractor who's doing work on our Florida home, I swear he's got this sixth sense for finding deals on everything. He just has a radar for it. So put it out there that you're gonna find good deals and it actually activates a part of your brain to look for them. It's your reticular activating system, I think is what it's called. So when you're looking for deals, look in stores on clearance sections, go to Facebook Marketplace, check for deals, because you could always buy things that are gently used uh, at consignment shops as well, yard sales, go to lumber or go to liquidators, clearance centers, outlets, all different places to look for deals. That's what I've been doing when I've been furnishing our medium-term rental because of course, as real estate investors, we wanna do that on the cheap. This is not our permanent home. I do want it to be designed well enough that I'll live there, but I also am not spending the same kind of money that I'll spend in my own home. You can also price shop online I've talked about this in, it's actually one of my biggest podcast episodes about how to save thousands of dollars on your home. There's a website called Spoken.io. And I mentioned this in one of my biggest podcast episodes. And Spoken.io will show you, say, a lamp, a floor lamp. And then they'll show you four or five different places that are selling that lamp for all different prices with links so that you can just go buy it from there at a discount. And you've got to take your ego out of it because in my podcast, I'll have to see what episode that is. Oh, that's episode 25. Anyway, so Spoken.io will show like a floor lamp and I gave this example. Now, again, like I said, take your ego out of this because the exact same floor lamp was at Pottery Barn for hundreds of dollars and at Home Depot for like a hundred something dollars. Now in your head, you might think, ooh, I want the fancy pottery barn floor lamp. But if it's the exact same thing as the Home Depot one, put your ego aside and save money on that because each little bit you save gives you more money to put it where you need it to go. Maybe that's hiring someone. Maybe that's buying more pieces for your space. It's just a great tool to have to take a look and find some looks for less. Now, speaking of looks for less, like I just did a recent Instagram reel with a Pottery Bond ottoman that you could buy for $1,000 versus one I found on Wayfair for about 200. Yeah, I had to assemble the frame. Took me like 30 minutes. I sat there just listening to music, doing that at the rental property one night. And it was easy, but I saved like $800 on this thing. It was absolutely worth it. So I talk about things like that in my design course and I'll have reels about it. So check out my Instagram page at Nestorations. If you wanna see more of those, hit me up and I can create more. But finding looks for less is a great way to do it. And then also knowing where to shop. 
I share a lot of sites in my Room Design Essentials course so you know other places to shop for items and you can find good deals and options out there. All right, now the biggest costs, a little recap here, are labor and materials. And we went over some of the different ways to save on each of those areas. And if you do, like I mentioned earlier, want to save on interior design, I'm teaching you how to design and decorate your home from start to finish and every place in between in my program, Room Design Essentials. I seriously love this program and it's amazing. One of my most recent students, her room looked professionally designed. I was so impressed. She took everything that was in there and literally it it could be in a portfolio. It was so pretty when she was done. Now the doors to Room Design Essentials are opening very soon. And in this program, again, I share the proven three-phase design process. I walk you through each thing step-by-step so you can get the results you want in your home. And you can't beat that you'll save thousands of dollars learning to design your space yourself. And it's a skill you can use time and time again, no matter how many rooms you have in your home or how many times you move. Over and over, the benefits of this just keep adding up. All right, so what to do next? What I want you to do is head over to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist to get first access to Room Design Essentials when it's open and available in the next couple of weeks. Again, that's nestorations.com forward slash waitlist. I would love to see your name in the next round of students because I know you can get the transformation, you would get the support so that you have that confidence, so you don't have that overwhelm anymore. And so I would love to have you join me in a couple of weeks when that program is open again. And as always, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day.